Welcome to the Breaks Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to uh, the Breaks Radio. Be real, excel as King should. This is Johnny, your host for the week. I am joined by my friend, my brother, CEO Hayes. What's good, man? What's going on, Johnny? I, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to what we got to discuss this episode because I, I'm not surprised to completely caught off guard often. But I was this week. That's for damn sure. <laughs> That's funny. Man, before we get started, how you feeling, man? You ready for ready for Christmas, the holiday? Oh, absolutely, man. I'm I'm ready for some time off work to be around family. Um, depending on what happens, I may not be able to make it back to St. Louis, but I'll see my mom either that weekend before or after. So I'm just I'm just yeah, it's it's a good season. I'm really in the holiday season this year. Last year, not so much. This year I'm definitely in it. That's what's up. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely ready to be off work, man. It's listen in in the accounting industry, December like between Thanksgiving and New Year's is like the time you take off to relax because from January to like April May, it's gonna yes listen. Besides being, <laughs> besides doing the podcast, like I'm be in uh in my. Like nobody hear from me at all. My, my friend, my friends know the deal, so that's funny. Yeah, yeah. Tax tax season gets fucking real. Like I, I'm not in accounting. I'm kind of adjacent. I'm in the investment world, and mm-hmm. yeah, bro. The same time period. It's it's freaking ridiculous, man. It's crazy, man. <laughs> but yeah, man. Let's uh let's get to these topics. So this first topic, one individual I never imagined we'd talk about on this platform at all. Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy is tackling the gaming industry. Um, he has recently released uh, a home console and a handheld console um, called the Sol- Soldier Game, is what it's called. Um, and so after I, I was definitely intrigued by this. So after looking it up, the, it really isn't like a brand new like console that game developers make new games for. Basically, what it is is they're they're emulators. There is a home emulator and then a handheld version that you can take on the go with you. Apparently, the handheld version can hold up to like eight thousand games, and the home version can hold up to eight hundred games um, from old from older consoles. Um, what are our initial thoughts about this, man? So, looking at it, so the um, the home console plays PlayStation. Neo Geo, PC, Sega, and Game Boy Advance. Oh, and NES games. That alone is like, if it, if it's priced decently, which it is, I would kind of be interested in it. Like to have all that all in one. But it's the handheld that got that gets me. The handheld r- r- runs Switch, 3DS, Vita, Neo Geo, Game Boy Color, and Game Boy Advance games. Me and you are both gamers. We talked about um, Super Smash Brothers coming out. The Switch. And 3DS games alone almost make that system a buy for me. To have it well, all in one? True. But here's the thing. Have you actually seen a picture of it? The handheld? Yeah, it's ugly as hell. It's definitely ugly, but the screen is so small. True. So to, to be able to play Switch games on it, but the screen is terrible? Eh, it's a no for yeah, me, dog. Yeah, true. And if you think about it, there has to be like a licensing issues. Like, it has to be. Like, there's no way that he can create something that can play all these other games without having some type of 
licensing something with these other with these other companies. I know Nintendo ain't having it. Nintendo's not gonna have that. So I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sega, almost everyone else I can see except Nintendo. Nintendo definitely they're kind of like the Apple of the gaming market. They want you to play on their stuff, and whether they want you to play it, and that's it. Right, right. Um, I mean, I I commend him for even trying to do for even doing something like this. Like it's on his website. Like he has a whole website for it. Um, so if any if there are any gamers out there that love to play old school games, I mean, check it out. I think the the handheld version is like one fifty, if I'm not mistaken. I'm trying to look for the price, but I don't see it. Um, but it, I mean, I don't think the handheld or the home version are over two hundred dollars. So. I mean, if you want eight hundred to three thousand games at your disposal, I mean, I I, I would check it out. Um, I, I'm not gonna buy it, but if it was there, you. I would I would play it. If it was like readily available, I would play it. But I'm not buying it. I feel that. I I definitely feel that. But let me ask you this: So let's say he comes out with a rebrand. Let's say this was just a proof of concept. Let's say the licensing, all that stuff, is all good to go. He's he's on point with it for some odd reason. They come out with a rebrand of it with a screen that more so matches the size of the Switch screen. Are you then getting it? Um, it would depend on how easily I can get games on it. So if I have to do a whole bunch of downloads and uploads and a whole bunch of crap to be able to play the games on it, no. If it's somehow I just have to download one thing and play the games, then maybe. Maybe. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It's just... Yeah, I mean, yeah, you point out the screen size. That in the system's ugly as hell. But to have, and that, that, I wonder if this is now going to make, because you know how, like, we got the PlayStation Pro, and it, there's always a rebrand of a system later down the road. Yep. What if Nintendo just says, F it, the rebrand of the Switch, you can play 3DS games on it, too? Well, I don't know if you heard, but there they are, well, there's a rumor that there's a, a new version of the Switch coming out in 2019. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it may be a possibility. I hope, well, as long as I can still play the newer games on my current Switch, then I'm good. Like, I, yeah. if I have to buy a new one, I'm going to be pissed because I've only had this one for a year. <laughs> yeah, and so, the Switch is really, I know this isn't a gaming podcast, but the Switch is really changing. Even uh, Sony has confirmed that their next system will have an element that you can take it on the go to. They've completely yeah. changed. Like, So we're we're done with the point. Now I think that it's going to be a separate home console, a separate on-the-go console. They're just going to all be, you'll be able to take your games on the go everywhere. And that, for me as a gamer, I'm so excited for that. Facts. That's that's real because I, I remember like as a kid, I, first I was always thinking, man, I wish I can somehow turn the console on from the controller while I'm in the bed. Yeah. And now we've been able to do that since what, PlayStation 3? Yeah. Um. And now, and then I was thinking, man, I wish I can be able to like play my games on a TV. But then if I'm traveling, I can take it with me. Now I can with the Switch. So it's it's dope, man. The technology is is crazy, and I'm I'm here for all of it. Um. But getting back to Soldier Boy, right? Uh-huh. So it got me thinking. Soldier Boy has had like a a pretty good impact on hip hop. Like if we really want to keep it a hundred, like. Um, well, I, I wouldn't say a good impact, but he has had an impact, if you want to put it that way. So I was thinking, right, Soulja Boy was the first, I guess, rap artist to get a deal off a of viral moment or, or dance. Absolutely. And that seems like the blueprint for pretty much the mainstream industry today. Like for the past, let's just say five to 10 years, that's been the blueprint, basically. 
find somebody that's popping, give them a deal, and then you know do you know do whatever put whatever marketing development behind them that you need, and then they're this mainstream star. Um, but you, you said you agree with that, right? Yeah, I do. And I, it's it's so crazy because again, I never thought we would talk about Soldier Boy on this platform, but it's just it's crazy. I don't I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I'm like disgusted at it or what it's just like why is it that these labels now want to find the person with the most followers and then turn that person into the 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 artist to go to now it it worked well with cardi it definitely worked well with mm-hmm. cardi but that's like that's rare like it's not going to work with everybody they find so so what do you think about that i agree um it's it's kind of twofold because i think there's Cardi's there are um you know the whole like when someone goes on funk flex and does the freestyle and it goes viral people love it. like there's a there's a whole area of, of the, why the internet impact or having the most followers or getting that viral moment is important but when you when you use it to kind of turn anyone into a star I think the talent already has to be there and that's not what we're doing that well as a as a culture it's not that's not what we're doing we're just taking the person who has like and I hate to say this. I know I'm going to get fucking murdered for this. Mm-hmm. But um, the dude was Diggy who did the dance with the Drake thing. Oh, Shiggy. 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 Yeah. Does the same fucking dance for every song. And now he's just huge because <laughs> he came up with a dance to Drake. Like it. it, it I don't know, man. I mean, I, I get I get why certain people have appealed to it. But it, it just it becomes a point where it becomes like too much and. You just look at people who have no real talent, and that's why they fizzle out. Like Soulja Boy, he 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 has an impact on on hip hop for having that viral market. YouTube using it, people use SoundCloud. Takashi is kind of another spinoff from that. Right, right. But when you look at at it for the music, other than that song, I don't think any Soulja Boy music is going to stand the test of time. There, our kids aren't going to be talking about Soulja Boy. Mm, let me see. Let me see. Because uh, now I'm thinking, I don't really know too many Soulja Boy songs, but Definitely cranked it. I mean that that's what put him on. Mm-hmm. Um Kiss Me Through the Phone. No, that's not even him. Or is that him? I don't know anymore. I think that is him. That is him, yeah. 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 Him. Um now this this is a hood classic, but booty me down. Ain't that Soldier Boy? Uh he is was it? on it, but is that a, a hit just a him song? I don't know. Fuck, I don't know either. But it's I don't know, man. It's it's so interesting, like to trace the lineage of that type of artist to trace that back to Soldier Boy, which was like two two thousand, damn, like two thousand six ish, give or take a couple be. years. Yeah, damn, and that's that's over ten years ago. That is that's so crazy, man. Um, so yes, I guess shout out to Soldier Boy in the gaming industry now, and he's the <laughs> to Takashi. <laughs> Takashi is the offspring of Soulja Boy. <laughs> That's crazy. That it's is real, so crazy. Man. Oh man! But sticking with the theme of rappers and gaming, um, Twenty One Savage actually provided the uh, provided the music for the Mortal Kombat Eleven trailer that was debuted at the Video Game Awards about a week ago. Um, I saw the. Tra- I initially saw the trailer without music, with like without any sound. I was like, "Damn, this is gruesome!" Like, you know, it's Mortal Kombat. Of course, it's going to be gruesome. The trailer was dope. Um, and then I, I noticed people talking about Twenty One Savage, and I was like, "What are they talking about?" So I listened with the sound. And I was like, oh, "Okay, I get it." Now. <laughs> um, so 
you you listened to it or you saw it, right? Absolutely, man. What um, uh, what's your initial thoughts on Twenty One Savage with the Mortal Kombat music? <laughs> so I will say this: the lyrics, what he's saying in the song, absolutely matches the tone. Facts. The song itself, fuck no. Like it just it doesn't seem right. It seems like something that someone did on YouTube where they just add a different song in it. Uh, the trailer's dope. The trailer's dope as hell, but. I don't, I, and I'm not a big 21 Savage fan either, but it just, it felt like, it felt like because Mortal Kombat is such an old series, well, it got to be like 20, 25 years old at this point. Yeah. Um, It felt like they, and they they used hip hop last year for uh, Mortal Kombat 10 whenever that was released. Too. I can't remember the song, but it was a hip hop track too. But it feels like they're using it to say, hey, yeah, we're old, but for you young people, <laughs> the young people like us too. Look, we're using 21 Savage. Right. 21 Savage has no... He's so monotone in his rapping. Like, he has no enthusiasm. He has no vocal inflict. Like, none of that. He's just... Like, that is so annoying. And for for a Mortal Kombat trailer, for anything, really, you can't just be monotone when you rap. Why do people... Like, is that how he normally raps? Because I don't listen to his music. I don't know. If it is, I don't understand how people... Like, I don't get it. Like, I really don't get it. Yeah, and I'm not the huge. It's not like I can I can even name like uh my my favorite Twenty One Savage song or anything. But from what I've heard him on, he does. I do think he's always monotone. Wow, that's that is so interesting. And I wonder um what made Midway. I think that's who develops the game. I wonder what made them choose him. Now I'm not sure who else could could have been on it, but I wonder what made them go with Twenty One Savage. Like I wonder how that came about. It's real I mean, interesting. Yeah, I mean, at this point, you know how there's always like parent companies to everything. I wonder if like the, whatever the parent company of the late record label Twenty One Savage is on is also somehow the parent company of Midway. That's interesting. Now that that will make that will make a lot of sense. But at the same time, that parent company wouldn't they have other artists more suited? <laughs> I would but he think. he does have a, he did have an album coming out, which I know we're about to get into. So right, that's perfect segue actually. Um, so 21 Savage was supposed to drop an album, um, but he tweeted out that he forgot to, he forgot to release it. Like he forgot to hit upload on his album. Um, that's, that's the streaming era for you. It's like, I feel like the same thing happened with Kanye back in, back in June this year. Like he forgot to upload the album three weeks in a row, three different albums. Um, I I, re- I just I put it on the list because I found it funny. I don't really have anything to say about it. I just thought it was funny. Like, how do you forget to release your album? Like, this is something that's going to make you money and you forget to throw it out there for the people. Like, it's crazy to me. Shouldn't you at least have people to do that? Like, I feel like there should be an assistant that's job is to like, hey, go <laughs> click, click at midnight. Click this button. That's all you got to do. Nah, he's trying to stick with the whole I'm independent. I'm independent <laughs> like, I do all this myself. No, sir, you can't do that. You oh, you are the talent. You have to have a team around you to do this shit. Exactly. That's that's crazy. All right, man. We're gonna take our first break, um, and we'll be back on the other side of that with some album reviews. Cause you know we can't go a week without album reviews in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. <laughs>
Ricky run, run, nigga run, jump, nigga jump, come here they come, run, 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 gun with the drum, bum, bitty bum, slump in the trunk, my city go, dum, 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 151, rum in a blunt, young nigga, num, 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 and he got a little gun, a little bitty killer really doing it for fun, give him a little bit and he'll get a nigga done, son of a guy, son of a bitch, son of a woman, a man, son of a son, and a sunk in the bitch, I'm in a plant, please come with this grip, cover my back, cover man, please come with a blitz, look at this stash, yeah, like a magician, fuck that, this some real ass shit, I pay blood for this, taking cheese from the government, cereal boxes with the bugs in it, hand me down, did my brother, brother shit, don't compare me to no other, other niggas in the city, boy, they say they fucking with you, heebie-jeebie, that's a bit disgusting, but I get it, I'm full of tension, full of spirit, but full of shit, standing next to the tight when that bullet hit him, shit, I miss him, I wish that that bullet missed him, but it didn't, and since I've been living with it like a sickness, intimate, infinite rhymes, give me the baton, a ticking, ticking time bomb, taking the finish line, look alive, look in my eyes, look at you niggas trying to get dumb, dumb, better run, run, cause we prime them, east side, where you're from, from niggas wildin', so be silent, before my niggas creep silent, with street knowledge, complete nonsense, delete comments, online, all lost, we see violence, every day in my eyes, Killing my niggas die, nigga die for the with the fire, get them nigga tied for a knife. We gotta ride, fucking nigga ride for the ride of your life. They your biological minds, I don't mind it, I like it, I like it, I love it, I fuck with you. You a thug, I'm a thug with you. We can know, we can bug if a nigga fuck with you. I got love for you, out the mud with you, out the mud. Yeah. Run, Ricky, run, run, nigga, run, jump, nigga, jump. Come here, they come, run, 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 run. Gun with the drum, bum, bitty bum, slump in the trunk. My city go, dum, 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 dum. 151, rum in a blunt, young nigga, num, num, num. And he got a little gun, a little bitty killer, really doing it for fun. Give him a little bit and he'll get a nigga. Welcome back. Um, you just heard 151 Rum by J.I.D., um, which is a fire song. And to me, it's probably one of the top songs of 2018. Um, so J.I.D. released the album uh, DiCaprio 2. So we're going to re- uh, review that album. So, Hayes, what, what are your first reactions on, on this J.I.D. album? I don't like this album. I fucking love this album. Like, <laughs> I'm sitting here, I'm listening to this album for the review, and four tracks in, four, I think because the fourth track is the the with J. Cole, I'm li- I'm listening to this, I'm like, this is really, really good. And it got better. It got better. It, it's this is a very solid body of work from um an artist from it is he from Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, from Atlanta. Is that someone that lyricism is in the South? Shout out to Saha the Prince, who also does that. But Thanks. uh I I love this album, man. Listen, man, I agree. Um, I've I've heard a lot about JID. I would say over the last what year and a half ish. Um, never really got a chance to check out any of his music. Um, but then he dropped this album, and I was like, let me go and listen to it. And yeah, man, hey, now I gotta go back and listen to all his, all his old shit because this album is amazing. Like, is I don't. I should have looked this up, but I don't know if this is his debut album or if he's had previous previous albums or just mixtapes or what. But this shit is amazing. Like, yeah, he he released an album last year in March, and I I got to go back and listen to it too because I ne- it never touched my radar, never. Man, and he and he's on uh, J Cole's Dreamville, so shout out to J Cole for signing this man. Um, so let's let's start with what you liked about the album. Which tra- what tracks do you like? Uh, features. The J. Cole feature, for sure. Um, That may be my favorite track on here. It may even have my verse of the year on it. Because J. Cole went bananas on there. Yeah. He went bananas. Um, Like you said, 151 Rum, dope. Um, The track with him and, him and Black and LMA, 
Didn't think I liked that track, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, but Scrawberries, him and BJ the Kid, that's probably my favorite outside of J. Cole feature on this album. <laughs> Scrawberries. Scrawberries. Um, yeah, I think I agree with all of those, actually. Um, the J. Cole feature was fire. That song was fire. Um, 151 Rum, it's like Off D's is uh, the song with J. Cole on it. Between that and 151 Rum, like those, those are definitely my favorite tracks from this album. Um, the ASAP Ferg feature, even though he's on the hook, that kind of seemed forced to me. It seemed a little out of place. It didn't seem like it meshed well. Okay. Um, that was like that was one of my only gripes. My other gripe, I know I'm jumping ahead here, but my only my other gripe was his voice can get a little annoying at times. Like I don't know yeah. if that's actually how he sounds. Maybe that's his rapping voice, which is cool, but too much of it can get annoying. Um, and I when I first started listening to it, tell me if you felt this way, but I felt as Say if it. he sounded sounded a little like Kendrick Lamar. Thank you, thank you. Okay, okay. okay. So I'm not tripping. Yeah, yeah. And because I wasn't familiar with him as an artist, um, when it first started, I'm like, oh, this is a Kendrick clone. As it went on, of course, I I appreciated appreciated it more. But he does he does that funny voice thing Kendrick goes into. Like, um, what's the name of the track? Um. The Mona Lisa track, how he goes into the funny voice there. Mm-hmm. He does like J.I.D. does a lot of the same similar stuff on tracks. And it, it does. It gets a, it honestly gets a little annoying. If he wasn't as good lyrically as what he is, it would have wore me thin pretty early on. Oh, yeah. He would have been in the Big Sean category for me. Yeah. Had he had the lyricism not been there on this album. Um, I was very surprised to see Method Man on this album. Um, that was also a dope feature as well. I mean, it's not too many songs I don't like. Um, the last track, I'm assuming it's pronounced Despacito too. Mm-hmm. I didn't really, I didn't really like that song. I didn't think that was a good way to go out. Um, and then DJ Drama, like he was like all over almost every track, like it was a mixtape. Like, what you doing, fam? Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, on that um, the track with J Cole when it started off with the gangster, and I'm like, no, like why? Yeah. What? Where's this coming from? Um, yeah, I, so I agree with that as well. Yeah, that was crazy. I don't know why he thought that was a good idea. Like, I don't know who who um, okayed that to happen, but I, hopefully there's a version of that, a version of this album where he D, DJ Drama isn't screaming on the songs mm-hmm. because that, that got really annoying for me. Um, and then la- last thing for me, I, what I noticed was, so when the album initially dropped, the album art was a picture of Leonardo DiCaprio. But for some odd reason, it changed to a trophy. I don't know why that happened. Probably I don't know. Didn't clear I, it. They probably didn't clear it. Possibly. That's that might be possible. Um, I just thought that was interesting. So, so you got any, I, anything else on it? Yeah, I got an interesting question. So, me, you, and Ralph collectively mm-hmm. murdered the fresh the 2018 freshman class. He was on that cover. Do we owe an apology for that? Now, does this album make us apologize for that? Yes. <laughs> Jay, wait. Yeah. Damn, was he? Was he? He was on the cover. I'm sure I mentioned that I didn't know who he was. So yeah, yeah, we all did. But I know we we kind of all was just like, what has happened to the freshman class? <laughs> like the 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 double XL freshman class used to be something to look forward to, and now I kind of even though the most of them that's on there still haven't done much. Uh, Takashi, I know you you kind of like you like that album more than I did, but that, this album alone makes me apologize for how hard I was on it. Yeah, man. I... 
now I feel bad. Now I want to go back and look just to like <laughs> <laughs> confirm for myself. Like, damn, that's JID. All right, my bad, bro. Now I feel like I gotta write him on Twitter and shit. Like, hey, I'm sorry. This album is amazing. <laughs> this album is dope as fuck. Um, so yeah, man. Shout out to JID, man. Um, I'm definitely going back and listening to his old old music because this is this is a this is a great introduction to an artist for me. Like this is this album was dope. It's dope. It, it has to be like top fifteen of 2018. Oh yeah, absolutely. Do you think it? Definitely. And see, I, and I hate asking questions like this because I literally would much rather sit down and look at the list. But this has to be one of the better debut albums of the last couple of years. Hmm. Debut albums. With, with the, but again, but he released the album in 2017, so I guess it can't it can't even be classified as that. That's true. Well, shit. If this is his sophomore album, ain't no such thing as a sophomore slump for him because this oh, shit yeah. is amazing. <laughs> That's dope. So yeah, again, shout out to JID, man. Absolutely. Um. So sticking with. The theme of reviewing reviewing albums. The only reason I put this on here is because I know this is your man's. I know that. Oh man. I know this is your man's. So we have to we have to review Ice Cube's new album, Everything's Corrupt. Let's 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 see what you got, man. <laughs> All right, we're gonna start off with the positives. Here goes the positives. The content of this album and what he the message he was trying to get across is very much something that's needed. But that's really my only positive of this album. <laughs> A, the way, the way, if you listen to Ice Cube and the way he delivered his bars and rapped on here, it's so simplistic. I had to go back and listen to like original Ice Cube just to make sure that I didn't like hype it up in my head or something. But he is literally rapping like someone who got Fruity Loops for the first time and a mic and is rapping in their mama's basement and not in a positive way. Like, he delivers every bar. Like, there's no type of, like I said, wordplay. There's no type of syllable role. Like, it's just a very straightforward, simple rap. And this is, a legend should not be releasing something like this, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real. I'm going to keep it real. I only got, I was only able to get through half of the album. Like you said, the content of the album, I definitely like dope. The content was dope. I actually like Arrest the President. I actually like that song. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it it really was simple. Like it, it really was simple. And I don't ne- I don't want to really fault him for that because and, and this is just the way I think about it. Right. Because he is into so many other avenues now besides music. I always say like for for artists musicians that still want to do music but have their hand in so many other industries the energy isn't there all the way for the music so because the energy is spread out but amongst so many different projects it's like you can't put all you know you can't put your all into an album so that's what i'm going to contribute this album to because i don't necessarily want to believe that this is the 2018 ice cube i don't want to believe that like the full (laughs) ice cube i don't want to believe that at all at all so that that's what i'm going to attribute it to yeah i mean hey that's if that's what we're doing bro like it <laughs> listen it pains me to say this because damn i don't even remember when we did our uh mc list like where i had him at but i know he was definitely probably in my top five and it's just like bro man it's just like my kids for example my son's 12 doesn't i don't even know if he knows who nwa is if he heard his pop say ice cube is one of the best rappers of all time and he was like oh well he just came out with a new album let me go listen to it he'll probably look at me like really dad this, <laughs> is this your king 
That's funny. That is funny. Damn, I was going to say something. I can't remember. Oh, this, and I feel like this is the reason that younger artists feel like older artists can't make good music. Maybe yeah. because a lot of the older artists are, are into so many other avenues, like LL Cool J, Diddy. Now, the only person that's, the, that's an exception to that is Jay-Z. It pains me to say that because I call myself a Jay-Z hater just to troll people. But Jay-Z is, seems like the only elder statesman in hip-hop that can do a bunch of other shit and still deliver dope music. But do we you thought, think that, go ahead. I'm sorry. Do you think go that ahead. that's all at all because he's married to Beyonce? And I'm not saying the, the I'm not saying he she helps him make his music, but I'm saying having someone that's so much younger than him, do you think it keeps and he's a new father whereas Ice Cube has grown kids? Do you think it keeps him having to look at things from a new like we're seeing Jay-Z he's still evolving. At this point now in Ice Cube's career, he's not really evolving so much. He's he's raised his kids. He's had his legacy. He's doing he's still doing business things, but we're not seeing him necessarily evolve as a person. Jay-Z's because he his content stays fresh because we're learning, we're seeing him as he's going into the next stages of his life and it's kind of pushed up some because his wife's what 10 years younger than him. Uh give or take, yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, I guess that I guess that kind of makes sense. Um, but it's like I don't want to I don't want to necessarily say that Ice Cube isn't evolving. The well, I guess he I guess he wouldn't be evolving the way Jay Z is because, like you said, his wife is a lot younger than him, and his children are under ten. But all three of his children are under ten, so it's like he has to somehow keep up with the times and stuff like that. But that 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 doesn't really reflect in his music though. He still talks his big ball shit as he as his billionaire shit as he should. You think him evolving with his family now affects the way that he talks his ball shit? Well, I mean, I think it's more than just ball shit though. Like four 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 was more than just ball shit. Like the verse that just set the world on fire was more than just him being a boss. It's him being open and reflective. I think when you mm-hmm. like when you sit back and you can think and you see your kids develop and you start thinking about the things you've you've been through and what they're coming forth and they're going going to happen in their lives later on, it gives a different perspective. Like if he was just rap, if he so if we take Jay-Z, let's take the kids away. Let's even say he still has Beyoncé. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think that he would even have the mind to be as open as what he is and then that would restrict his content. Mm, I can see that. So you saying Ice Cube need to go get a young wife, <laughs> or or have another kid, some grandkids? I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I guess that that's I guess that's a good segue to our next topic. Um, so as as we previously mentioned, Ice Cube is in a lot of different industries now. Um, he's all you know. He's been a great uh, movie script writer, um, actor. As well as starting the big three. And I'm sure he has other things behind the scenes that we don't even know about. He's trying to him, LL Cool J and, a, and another investor are trying to buy um I think Fox Sports Media, right? Is what, mm-hmm. what they're trying to buy. Yeah. Um so why is it that I I wanna po- pose the question, why is it that Ice Cube isn't mentioned in the mogul status with the DDs and with the Jay Z's? Um so I, I just figured that's a good conversation for us to have. So what are your initial thoughts on that? I think that because Ice Cube is generally looked at. Ice Cube is generally looked at as being super talented, but not necessarily mogul. I think the things that makes it 
different is how your moves evolve. Jay-Z and Diddy make moves that they're going to be getting paid off of from years. They've impacted the culture. Friday was definitely impacted the culture, but like Ice Cube's clothing line, no one gave a damn about that. It didn't impact the culture. If he buys Fox, that may change it. But like he's he's looked at as being more talented than a mogul. He doesn't make boss moves. He makes creative moves. And I think that that kind of separates it. So does that mean that the creative moves he makes aren't on the same level of quote unquote boss moves that Diddy and Jay-Z make? Like, I'm not like I don't know. Like Diddy had making a band, right? Mm-hmm. Now, none of those none of those artists or groups actually like made it past, let's just say, five years or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Ice Cube's movies will stand. T- well, not all of them, but some of them will stand the test of time, like the Friday, like a Friday, like a um, shit. I can I can say, are we there yet? Even though that was kind of cheesy, but still like that's that's a kid friendly movie. Like I, I know a lot of people that still watch it with their children. So it's like, you know. What I guess I don't I guess I don't understand the disconnect between the two. So how many actors do you look at as moguls? Okay. So for the mo uh, the the sec- whole last freaking decade and a half, if not more, Ice Cube's primarily been an actor. Yeah, he's he's written the movies as well, most of them that he's been in. But people don't really see that. People most people don't care who writes the movie. They they they're looking at how it was delivered. Um, yeah. I think the bit I really think honestly. The big three was the first mogul move he made as far as like creating a whole league that used ex NBA players uh, that went from being it's kind of looked at really as like if you want to keep if you want to watch basketball in the NBA offseason, the big three is where you fucking go. Like, yeah. So I think that's that's the first really, truly mogul move he's made. The next one, this Fox thing that absolutely puts him in the mogul status because that's that's longevity in a whole nother realm and arena when you look at diddy for example he's had ciroc he had sean john clothing he had the record label he was on tv he um he's looked at as creating brands not necessarily just contributing to them and even ice cube he doesn't own the characters in friday he doesn't own that franchise paramount or new line owns it but he Mm -hmm. writes it now if he had created his own movie studio to put out that movie independently which was almost impossible back then right and friday was the cult classic it was I think that would have changed that move a little bit. Hmm, that makes sense. And see that that's why I brought it up because I guess I I definitely didn't understand like why he wouldn't be considered in that same breath, you know? Mm-hmm. But you may I mean you made valid points. <laughs> you stumped me on the whole actor question. What actor do you think <laughs> is a mo um well maybe maybe now Kevin Hart, but that's yeah. But but he you know he's a comedian you know he does a lot of shit especially with his laugh out loud network um that he puts the young comedians on you know so even that in itself is mogulish so I I can see that that's what's up thank you that's, that's <laughs> why that's why I like to have the, these dialogues because that question literally literally popped in my head as I was listening to um Ice Cube's album it was like damn this I guess that does make sense so all right that's what's up um. All right, so we're going to take another break and we'll be back with our last topic of the day. What you call an icon living? Start a record label, Miss Fish just did it. Nylon, cover five minutes. Whoa, we are too hot in the business. About to make a movie independent. 
Need new trucks, independent. I need you to listen to the vision. All your verses sound like dirty dishes. I'm about to clean them in the kitchen. And we making money by the minute. I'm about to do a way different. I am just an icon living. I am just an icon living. I I icon living. I am just an icon living. I am not a Mayan, I'm a menace It's wild, you can lie like a professor I don't got the time to put you on a stretcher Stretcher. I am here in a silk flesh I am just an icon living Start a record label, Misfits just did it Whoa, I'm high star, cover five minutes Whoa, we are so hot in the business Last verse was before the award show Icon tatted on my torso Me and Moy dipping in the porso I ain't even taking on torso What? Uh, damn Last girl signed a divorce, so what? Now I'm focusing, we about to all blow up. We just trying to make the whole crowd go nuts. What? Look, we don't know no one like you. Go grills and you dance like Michael. No eyes, misfits, no typos. Look, wait. We just wanna make you go psycho. Put a hundred thousand dollars in the Bible. Ooh. I took the game with my eyes closed. Last verse was before the award show. Icon tatted on my torso. Me and Moy dipping in the porso. What? All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Um, you just heard "Icon" by Jaden Smith, which is one of my favorite songs, like ever, especially from 2017. Um, last week on the breaks, um, a topic came up where we wanted to discuss the, I guess, the best rappers that come from rappers who parents were rappers. Um, it just came up in conversation randomly, so I wanted we wanted to hash that out today. Um. In in doing my research on this, I didn't I didn't find as many as I thought I would, especially ones that I actually knew. So it's like, okay, so let me go and search for some that I don't know and see what they're like. Um, and I didn't really come across too many that I actually liked. <laughs> <laughs> now I did come across uh, one with a very interesting name, um, Dr. Dre's son. He raps. His name is Hood Surgeon. Yep. I thought that was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I guess it's a play on your father, but I don't really like that name. I don't really like that name. Um, yeah, his daughter raps too. Really? What? what yeah. What's her? What's her rap name? Minaj. Look. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like that one either. But <laughs> I guess at least it's not a play on <laughs> the doctor scheme. Um, but the very first person that came to my mind when thinking about rappers who come whose parents are rappers was Jaden Smith. Because I think right now he's the most relevant. Um, he he did just put out an album a few weeks ago that I haven't had a chance to listen to yet because of the other 400 albums that came out this year. Um, but he did put out one in 2017 called Sire, which was way better than I expected it to be. Um, when when he dropped the video for Icon and the song came out, I was trying to tell I was trying to tell Hayes and Ralph like, hey, the song hard, man. Y'all need to check it out and. Hayes was just like, nah, I ain't listening to that shit. <laughs> you still feel the same way? No, I like Icon. Like, and I think I, I think I did come back on Twitter later on. Like, when the clip was released, I'm like, this is terrible. And you're like, man, it's a clip. Wait till the full song's released. Not gonna lie, when the full song was released, I can't. That Icon is a dope song. Yeah, man. That the beat is hard. Now he isn't. Well, I'm not gonna say he isn't saying anything on it. He does say a lot of the same thing. Mm-hmm. on the song but the like the way it's delivered the and the way that his voice accompanies the beat like i i love all the intricate shit like the way 
artists can complement the beat in a way the beat can complement the artist. Like I, I'm into all of that kind of stuff. And that's something that I feel like Jaden Smith does really well, like really, really well. So shout out to Jaden Smith. Um, the next one I thought about was Lil Romeo. Um, you know, Lil Romeo was when he, you know, when he came out as a kid, he was one of the best young. Well, I guess there weren't many young rappers at the time. It was him and Bow Wow. Um, but he did have a lot of like accolades, a lot of accomplishments. He had sold out tours, um, millions of albums sold. So it's not really something you could take away from him, you know? Um, and a lot of, I guess, endorsements growing up as well. Even now with the um, growing up hip hop show, I, I believe he's a producer on it, if I'm not mistaken. So he's out here trying to follow in the footsteps of his dad too. Um, so what, what rappers that come from rappers have you uh were you able to dig up? I mean, yeah, I dug up a lot that I like the Minaj one, uh Young Juvie who's juvenile son raps. He actually has a pretty a pretty dope song out. I can't remember the name of it. Um but I couldn't really find much from him. Uh Master P's daughter raps. She's fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh Big Pun son son rap as well and I would much rather just imagine Joel Ortiz's Big Pun son. That's that's what I got to say there. Um, but the three, I think we're, if we're looking at the best offspring of rappers, really the only three that are any good worth bringing up in a conversation like this, Jaden Smith, Diggy Simmons and Corey Guns to me. Corey Guns, I honestly think he would he would absolutely be number one if he ever had a chance to just focus and release an album. I don't I he's probably the only one of the of the offspring that I think is an actual sh- better rapper than their father. Um, I agree with that. And it, he just, you know, he I think he's still in jail, right? Or has he gotten out? I know he was in jail for a minute. I'm not sure. I think he might still be there. Yeah. So, I mean, he signed a young money uh, even before Drake and just never was able to really do with do anything because he kept getting in trouble with the law. Um, so that brings it down to Jaden Smith and Dickie Simmons. <laughs> I think that. As far as who's going to have the better career, it's going to be Jaden Smith. I think Jaden Smith is more focused on being a rapper. He's focused on making this a thing. But I think Diggy Simmons is the better rapper. And I actually think Diggy Simmons is the one that takes the art of rap more serious. And I think when you listen to both D- Diggy and Jaden, you obviously see the influences or the similarities to the rappers of their generation. So they they de- definitely inspired by the Drakes and everything. But I think... Jaden feels like he's imitating, whereas Diggy feels like he's honestly just inspired. It's inspired his style. I think Jaden's the better artist, but J- but uh, I think Diggy's the better artist, but Jaden's going to have the better career. Yeah. Um, Diggy, actually, if I'm not mistaken, he was like studying under Lupe at a yes. point. I don't know if he's still doing that or not, but listen, if you study under Lupe, you don't have a choice but to be able to wrap your ass off, to be honest. So, yeah. and they, they had like um, a group, like All City Chess Club or something. It was Lupe, Diggy, Mickey Fax, and like, shout out to Mickey, and like a few other people. I can't remember who. Um, And I want to say they put out a compilation a while ago. I could mm. be mistaken on that. Um, But yeah, like, if Diggy and Jaden were to actually like battle I kind of think Diggy would like body him. Exactly. Yeah, but like you said, I think I think Jaden would be the the bigger artist today. Um, because Diggy actually dropped an album too recently, which I haven't got a chance to listen to because of the other thousand albums. But um, yeah. So that didn't <laughs> that topic didn't really pan out like I thought it would. But you know, it's all good. 
Um, so I guess since we get, still got a little time left, you want to talk about the Grammy nominations? Oh yeah, let's do it. So first of all, I want to say shout out to Cardi B. Cardi B is nominated for Al- Album of the Year. Also rap album, but album of the year. Let that sink in for a hot second, people. The biggest award of the night, album of the year, Cardi B is nominated for after only being in the rap game seriously for about two years. Let's let's just marinate on that for a second. Like that's fucking amazing. Shout out to Cardi. Um it it seems as if the the Grammy board or whatever they're called, like they got a lot of shit right this year. You agree with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm, they owe us one. Yeah, it's true. They owe us a lot, mm-hmm. but I like I, I can almost say that I'm excited. I'm excited to see the Grammys to see who actually wins some of these categories. Um, let's see, let's see what we got here for best rap performance. We got Cardi with "Be Careful," Drake with "Nice for What," um, Kendrick Lamar, J Rock, and Future with "King's Dead." Bubbling with uh bubbling with Anderson Pack and Sickle Mode with Tra- uh, Travis Scott. So out of this category, who do you think they're actually going to pick to win, and who do you think should win? Ooh, um, honestly, I think Nice for What's going to win. It's Drake. Um, who I would want to see win, Cardi B. I think I could dig that. Uh, I actually think they're going to pick Drake as well, but I think. King's Dead should win because okay. think about the category best rap performance and what I what I envision here is the way the song is actually like rapped delivered True. and I think out of these five I think King's Dead is the best one out of this category okay that's like just that. me though right. um we have best rap song performance um like I do Christina Aguilera featuring featuring Gold Link never heard that song um Pretty Little Fears Black featuring J Cole this is America, Childish Gambino, All the Stars, Kendrick Lamar and SZA, and Rockstar, Post Malone featuring 21 Savage. Um, this is an interesting category. Like, I, I I haven't heard the Christina Aguilera song, so I can't even mention that one. Um, me personally, I think either Pretty Little Fears or This is America should win. Pretty Little Fears is a great song. Black's album was actually pretty great dope. Great album, yeah. Um, and, you know... J. Cole has been killing features all year. I don't know if people realize that, but he's like, before this year, he didn't really do features. Like, he didn't collaborate with people for real. I don't know what changed in 2018, but shout out to J. Cole for that. Um, And This Is America, of course, you know, we all think the video is dope, but the song itself, at least I personally think that that's actually a great song. Like, you sit and just listen to it without the video and all that shit. Mm-hmm. It's a great song. And the fact that he's not, that song is nominated and it's just him rapping and singing, I think that's dope. All the other songs have two people, you know, with a feature on the song. So who, who do you think will win? Who do you think should win? Um, This is where I think an upset may get. Because I think, I think there's a chance Post Malone may win. Really? I honestly think that, that that may be who wins. Um, but Could you I imagine think, Twenty Savage getting on the stage? Oh my god! At the Grammys, shit. <laughs> oh man, that yeah. But I, th- I definitely think mainly because it's all pulled off by one person. I agree with you. This is America because what he and throughout that whole album, I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Hear me now? Yeah. All right, cool. But I think in what, um, like you said, Childish Gambino is able to do with living in both worlds and being a really, really good singer. And a dope rapper when he wants to be. I think he should win this. Yeah. 
that's that's an interesting category. I, I feel like I need to go listen to that Christina Aguilera song. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got best rap song. We got God's Plan, King's Dead, Lucky You was nominated. Um, Eminem featuring Jordan Lucas, Sicko Mode, and Win. Now, this is a pretty stacked category. Yes. Like no lie. They got this one right. Yeah, man. So who do you who do you think is going to win? Who do you think should win? Sicko Mode's going to win. Because of the impact it's had in both white and black communities, Sicko Mode, I think, is absolutely going to win. What should win to me? You know what? I don't know. God's plan may win too. They may get caught up in the whole video. I, I don't know how they how they judge the category off overall impact, but I think win should win. Agreed, one hundred percent. That when that song kicks on, still, well, it, I mean, that song's been out for the better part of the year. It's still it it gets me every single time. Listen, it don't. It doesn't matter what mood you're in. If you're in a great mood, that song is going to complement your mood perfectly. If you're in a bad mood. This song is gonna make you feel better. Like this is that's a great ass song. It's yeah. a great. This is a great ass song. Um, shout out to Eminem and Jordan Lucas being nominated though. Um, I actually think God's Plan is gonna win. I don't even like that song for real. I hate like, it. The, the video is dope, but I don't. The song is not. This that song is not that good. It's not that good. Um, and then we have best rap album, right? Yeah. Cardi B, Invasion of Privacy. We got Mac Miller with Swimming. We got Nipsey Hussle with Victory Lap. Mm-hmm. Um, Daytona with Pusha T. And we got Astro World, Travis Scott. All right. So I think Mac Miller is going to win. I feel like the Grammy committee is going to choose Mac Miller to win this. Mm-hmm. Um, RIP to Mac Miller. Out of this category, though, who I think should win, out of this particular category, I believe that Cardi B should win this. I really, I really think Cardi should win this. Out of these nominees, I feel like Cardi should win this. Yeah, I honestly do too. I think Cardi should win it. But here's the thing. I think that if she doesn't win this category, I don't know what's going to be presented first. Uh, this will probably be presented way before album overall album of the year. But I I don't think she's going to win this because I think she's going to win album of the year. You you think Cardi's going to win album of the year? I think Cardi B is going to win our, uh, album of the year. Oh, wait a minute. Write Hold that on. down. Let me... And again... Uh, Let's let's make sure we're making the distinction that I'm not saying she should win album of the year. I think she's going to win album of the year. That's cr- that's that's a bold prediction. Let let's listen to the nominees, right? So Cardi is nominated. Um so these are nominations for album of the year. We have By the Way I Forgive You by Brandy Carlisle. We have Scorpion by Drake. Um Her is nominated with her album Her. Um Beer Pongs and Bentleys. Post Malone, Dirty Computer, Janelle Monet is nominated. Okay. Golden Hour, Casey Musgraves. I don't know if I pronounced her last name right. Black Panther, the album is nominated for album of the year. Mm-hmm. First, a soundtrack being nominated for album of the year is dope. So shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Um, I I don't see them giving this to Cardi. I really don't. Um. I have I have no clue who Casey is with Golden Golden Hour. Whoever this young lady is, she's, she's probably going to win just because <laughs> nobody knows who she is. Um, but if I had to choose, yeah, I would say Cardi should win this as well. <laughs> so yeah, I think Cardi's going to win Album of the Year, and I think that's going to be because you know people are going to think, okay, she can't possibly win Album of the Year if she doesn't win Best Rap Album of the Year. I think that's going to be the swerve, and that that's just my thought there. As far as this category, who do I think is going to win? 
I agree with you. I think that um, uh, uh, Mac Miller is going to win this. I just, I, it, it, it makes sense. Like honestly, you know, wait, the you know, al- album of the year isn't he nominated for album of the year? Hold on. Just rap album. Oh no just no rap. yeah I'm back to rap album. I'm back to rap album. Oh okay okay yeah, okay. yeah. So um yeah Cardi B I think is going to win and she maybe should win album of the year but I think she's definitely going to win. Before his rap album, I think Swimming is going to go to Mac Miller. I who I would let me say this. I'm a huge Pusha T fan and I think it was a dope album. But it being in the 5, I, I honestly wouldn't mind seeing this replaced with uh J, with um J-Rock personally oh. and I love I agree with that. Yeah. Actually, I would well, I would replace Post Malone true with J-Rock. Yeah. So, but I but I don't I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um Daytona Daytona was a great album, but like I really only find myself going back to the first and last songs from the album. Like everything in the middle is just, you know, it's just okay like like I'll throw it on maybe, but it's not something I'm rushing to go back to listen to, you know. Yeah. Um I can feel that, but I shit. Um, hmm. I don't know, man. I th- well, yeah, I think Cardi should probably win this. I don't think she's going to, but I think she absolutely deserves winning this. She got to at least come out with two wins from the night. Oh yeah, I think she's nominated like in five different categories, so she has to come out with at least two, at least two. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, I also want to show up, shout out Chloe and Holly. Ooh, They're yeah. nominated for best new artist. And um, they're also nominated for another category that I can't see right now. But um, their album, um, The Kids Are All Right, that came out this year, is an amazing album. These two young ladies, first of all, can sing their ass off and they make really good music. Um, They have a song on their album called High Low, which is actually one of my favorite songs from 2018. Um, So shout out to them. I definitely hope they win at least one from the two categories that they're nominated in. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see what other categories I care about, but I don't think. Chloe and Halle, do you think they had the best production of the year? Best production? Mm, that album not. was produced amazingly. It was, but best production? Mm, I don't think so. Like just out of all albums, period. Like hip hop and no. Like, let's R&B. just say R and B. This is because hip hop. I don't think so. I, I think yeah. I, I definitely don't think of hip hop, but in R and B. Shit, what other R&B albums have I listened to this year? <laughs> <laughs> we listened to so many rap albums. Could you imagine if we tried to review every rap and R&B album that released this year? Nope, there's no way. I wouldn't be. I know for a fact I wouldn't be able to do it. There's no way. <laughs> there is no way at all. Um, so I'm going to say yeah because that's the only one I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. Did I hear Usher's album was pretty well produced? Not like his songs me. are trash, but. Uh, well, yeah, I guess I can agree with that. I guess they were well produced. Yeah, the songs just trashed themselves. Yeah. Um, best R and B performance: Tony Braxton, "Long as I Live." I haven't heard that. The Carters are nominated for best R and B performance with "Summer." Do you hear that, Ralph? Jay Z has been nominated for an R and B award. <laughs> That's funny. So there's a best R&B performance and a best traditional R&B performance. I don't know what the difference will be. Charlie Wilson is nominated for that category. Wow. Featuring Layla Hathaway. That's funny. Booed Up is nominated for best R&B song. <laughs> That's dope. Uh, J. Cole is nominated for that, too. Um, Come Through and Chill, Miguel featuring J. Cole. Okay. I actually like that song. Um, the Carters are nominated for best urban contemporary album. Her is nominated for a lot of uh, categories. Let's see. 
She should come out with a couple as well. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Good night for the culture. I honestly think that it's gonna be a really good night for the culture, especially if they actually televise these these uh these categories. Yeah, we'll see which ones they actually televise and don't like. You know, during the pre the pre show when they say, "Oh well, you know, you've won," yeah, instead of like letting them it. come on the stage. Yeah. All right, man. So I guess that's everything. We'll wrap up for this week. Do you want to leave the people with any parting words? <sighs> yeah. Um. <laughs> listen, I know Ice Cube dropped a terrible album, but can we please evolve a little bit from the ageism in rap? Just I'm just saying, <laughs> in hip hop. We I know it seems like a bad week to say that when we, when I just completely shitted on Ice Cube's album, but I'm just saying generally, you know, this has honestly been a good year for older rappers between Jay Z, Black Thought, um, Silk so Shaka. So. <laughs> oh, oh man but yeah let's just stop the a- ageism and judge the body of work off the body of work not just the age but i mean that's all i have i'm ceo hayes you can follow me at ceo h-a-i-z <clears throat> yeah man this is johnny um twitter j-o-n two underscores the letter b instagram jbs underscore esl underscore a-a-m-u and uh, my parting words listen just it's okay to be yourself it's okay to not like stuff that everybody else like it's perfectly fine if you don't like something you know, that's fine it's cool just be you and with that we out we out peace this has been a presentation of the break break, break, break media, media. media.